2018 coming to Pyeongchang. I'm so excited. Mainly, I got really excited about this the other day because I realized that I do, in fact, have NBC, which is broadcasting the Olympics. If you don't have cable, you can watch it on your rabbit ears like me. I'm super excited, but mainly because the Winter Olympics, I feel like, are the sports that, let's be real, the majority of us in the room don't play and, like, never will be good at. One, because we live in Texas, and two, because we really don't see snow. We saw it twice this year, and it was, like, the best thing ever. But the, thank you, thank you. I felt like I was home again. But the Winter Olympics are so exciting because there's tons of crazy sports. I was watching something the other day. Has anybody ever heard of the skeleton? Not like your bones, but it's an event. It's an Olympic event. And what you do is it's like the bobsled. So like the four people in the bobsled. But it's one person on this tiny little sled that goes down that track head first. Like those people have to be crazy to go down that thing like 100 miles an hour just plummeting head first to the ice. There's tons of crazy, crazy sports like that happening on the Olympics. But one of the people I'm personally very excited to see is Sean White. Do I have any Sean White fans in the house? Sean White, he's going to make a comeback. Thank you, Ryan. He's going to make a comeback this year. This is his year to redeem himself from the gold medal. If you missed what happened four years ago, make sure you watch that so you can cheer for him this year. But the Winter Olympics... I'm super excited, and they are doing this thing called Become the Light. So like Michael said, we're jumping on board with this, and we're going to be looking tonight at what our source of light is and how we become the light. And the symbol for the Olympics, their symbol of light, which probably you all know this, is the Olympic torch. And on Friday, which is one of my favorite parts because it's like the, sh the showcase. They, they all come together, and it's the opening ceremony of the Olympics. So all these people come. They, like, do these dances. There's fireworks. Every mar everybody marches in from their country in their cute outfits. Like, that's the part I enjoy is seeing everybody's outfit and what they're wearing. But then the culmination of the opening ceremony is the moment that they run in with the Olympic torch and light the Olympic flame. And that's the moment that like, it is here, the Olympics have started, let's go Winter Olympics 2018. So I'm excited for that moment on Friday night to see this symbol of light walk into that arena. And I've been studying the Olympic flame and there was a lot I learned this week, but what that flame symbolizes is this. The flame symbolizes the light of spirit, of knowledge, and of life. See, light equals life. And if we're to become the light, we have to know the source. So tonight, if you have your Bibles, turn with me to John chapter 1. I'm going to read this for us real quick. Verse 1 says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was God, and the Word was, was with God. He was with God in the beginning. Through all things were made. Without him, nothing was made that has been made. In him was life, and that life was the light of all mankind. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. Father God, I just pray that as we come before you tonight, and Lord, I pray that you would teach us something new from your scripture. Father, I pray that you would empty me of myself, that you would fill me with your spirit so that I can communicate clearly your truth tonight. 
Father, we love you and we thank you for this time together. In your precious holy name I pray, amen. The source of light is this. We just read about it. I'm gonna read it again for you in verse one through three and I'm gonna replace a key word there, okay? I just said it, the word. We're gonna replace that with Jesus. In the beginning was Jesus and Jesus was with God. And Jesus was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him, all things were made. Without him, nothing was made that has been made. So the source of our light is this. Light comes from Christ. And we know that because he was in the beginning. I don't know if you've studied creation or studied how the world began, but in Genesis, it tells us that not only did God the Father create the world, but Jesus, his only begotten son, was there too. And so was the Holy Spirit. Let's read it together. In Genesis chapter one, you don't have to flip there. It's gonna be on the screen for you. It says this, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Now the earth was formless and empty. Darkness was over the surface of the deep and the spirit of God was hovering over the waters. And God said, let there be light. And there was light. God saw that the light was good and he separated the light from the darkness. God called the light day and the darkness he called night. And there was evening and there was morning the first day. See, Jesus was a part of creation. Therefore, he is a source of light. He created it. He created you. He created the universe. He created this earth. The very first thing that they did, that him and God and the Holy Spirit did in creation, was create light. And he said that light was good. When you're hanging out, hopefully, I've seen this before, but usually you don't just go hang out in the darkness. Like, that's weird. If you're like, hey, we're going to go stand over in this dark corner, I'm going to judge you. That is weird, okay? People gather to the light. Bugs, right? If you're out in the country and there's a little bug light on, Evan knows what I'm talking about here. They fly to the light, and then what happens? They die, right? We're attracted to the light. People want to hang out in the light. When I first started driving, I was really scared because, this is really embarrassing, but I was like drawn to the light. So when a car's coming at you, they have headlights, okay? And so I would see that car and I should be like, oh, pretty lights, right? And it took me, I was like so scared to drive at night because I was like, I'm gonna get in a head-on collision because I'm like drawn to the light. I finally grew out of that. But whereas as humans, we're drawn to the light because the light is good. God made a division between the light and darkness and he called the light good. Verse four, it says, in him was life and that life was the light of all mankind. See, Jesus is not only the source of our light, but he is the light of man. A couple of verses later, John says that the word became flesh. So that word we were just talking about right here where it says in the beginning was the word, meaning Jesus. Jesus became flesh. He came down to creation. The creator, the person who made light, came to the earth to be the light to the world. And the reason he did that is because there was darkness in the world, because there was sin, because there was separation from God. See, not only did he create the world, he then came down to earth and showed us 
what the true light was because light equals life. There can be no light in the darkness. If there's any planters in here, you know that. What I mean by that is people who grow things, they're planters, FFA people. You should know this. I had a little succulent. If you don't know what a succulent is, you've been living under a rock because succulents are in. But I had a succulent. One of my friends probably gave it to me. And I was like, this is so cute. I'm going to put it on my desk. I had this cute little vase for it. It was adorable. And it, I put it there, and I was so excited. I finally got my desk all together. I was like, I definitely have the cutest desk in the office, which is not hard because I was the only girl at the time. But it was still the cutest. Anyway, so that succulent, I'm super excited about it because this, these, these plants, they're supposed to be able to survive off of like very little water and very little sunlight. So I was like, oh, this is great. I can keep this alive. It'll be great. Two days go by, the thing is dead. Like it, it, it was gone. Nothing, no life was left in it. It was green and now it's brown, like ugly, ugly on my desk. And the reason for that is because if you've ever been up to our office, there are no windows. Like there's no light to give this little plant life. If you've never been up to our office, you need to come up and hang out with us sometime. It's a blast. But that plant didn't make it because there is no life in the darkness. Where the light is not, there is no life. See, Jesus understood that in order for us to have a relationship with him, to have eternal life, he would have to come down to the earth. He had to bring the light of life to us. So he not only created you. He not only breathed the breath of life into your lungs, he not only made you, but he also made a way for you to be with him eternally through his death and resurrection on the cross, defeating death. Verse five says this, the light shines in the darkness and the darkness has not overcome it. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. See, Jesus came to the darkness. He came to bring death to life. He didn't come just to, like, live a little perfect life and just comfort people who loved him. He came for those who didn't know him. He came to bring dead things alive. And darkness cannot exist where the light is. We read that in creation. Back in Genesis, it says that God made a distinction between day and night. He separated the light from the darkness. And only a life can be found in the light. But a lot of times in our lives where we find ourselves, me included, is looking for life in the darkness. We try and find who we are. We try and find our identity. We try and find who we are going to be, what our life is going to be all about in the darkness. But our identity, our life, can only come from the person who gives us that, and that's Jesus Christ. As I was studying about the Olympics, one of the things that just kept coming up to me was this tradition of the Olympic torch. And what I found out was that this torch, it's not just this like thing that magic, I thought it just like appeared at the opening ceremony. That's not true. 
What they do is a couple months prior to the Olympics, they have another big ceremony where they light the Olympic torch. And it's all the way in Olympia, Greece, where the Olympics began, where they started. And so what they do is they have this big ceremony, and there's this bowl that's made of mirrors. And what they do is they reflect this mirror into the sun until it gets so hot that it makes a fire. And the reason they do that is so that the flame stays pure. And then they light a torch and then begins the Olympic torch relay. And that torch is carried all the way through tons of countries till it gets to South Korea on Friday night and is lit at the opening ceremony. And they've been doing this ever since they started connecting the traditional Olympics to the modern day Olympics. And the reason that they do this is to remind them of this symbolism, the symbolism of this fire being the light. See, back in ancient times, they thought that this fire came from this God named Zeus, but he was not the real God, and we know that. And so what they did is they, took that, they thought that that fire came from him, so they worshiped that fire, thanking him for it. And nowadays, the way that they connect that is by it being a symbol of life. See, without light, there is no life. And for you and I, if we do not know the source of our life, then we have no light. See, just like the people use the fire to represent their God, just like they reflected the sun to make this flame that was pure and then they carried it all the way on this torch, our source of light is Jesus Christ. And when we reflect him, our life becomes a light to the world. Some of you followed that beacon of light to get here and your life is to be like that beacon of light. Because if you know Jesus, you have the light. If you have a relationship with him, if you say, yes, God, I just don't know these facts about you, but I know you personally. I spend time with you. I get to know you daily. You have a light in your life. In verse five, it said this. It says, the light shines in the darkness and the darkness has not overcome it. If you have that light in your life, darkness can never overcome it. John 8, 12, it says this. When Jesus spoke again to the people, he said, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. If you have a relationship with Jesus Christ, no matter how dark your life gets, you will always have the light. No matter how hard or how difficult your situation gets, no matter how much you feel like you're alone or you can't get through the day, whenever you feel like there's just darkness around you, you have hope in Jesus Christ because you have the light. It says, if you follow me, 
You will never walk in darkness, but you will have the light of life. And students, the way that you and I keep that light shining for him is by getting to know the source of it. If you want your light to be a beacon of hope for others, if you want your life to stand out from the crowd, if you want your life to look different from everybody else, the thing that you and I have to do is we have to go to the source. We have to spend time with him. Just like my plant didn't survive in the darkness, right? If, if you don't spend time with the Son of God, with Jesus Christ, then our light is not going to be bright and shine for him. But no matter where you go, no matter what you do, no matter how dark your life gets, if you have him, you will always have the light. But some of you in the room, you don't have any light in your life because you have never accepted Jesus Christ into your life. You're just wandering around in the darkness, and it is tough. You're bumping into things. You don't know which way to go because you're stuck in the darkness. And I want to give every single person the opportunity right now to accept the light of Jesus Christ into their heart for the very first time. So with no one looking around.